Can you say something? Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah, it's doing it. It's doing it. It's doing the thing, huh? Yeah, the thing is being done. Dung gung did. <laughs> Diddy dun dun. Hello and welcome to the Hot Potter Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jacon. And I'm Caitlin. And on this podcast, we read and talk about Harry Potter fan fiction that makes us all, dare we say, hot and potter. Disclaimer, we do not own Harry Potter. All rights reserved to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. We just doing this for fun. And hide your kids, hide your wives, because this shit's explicit. Ooh, so smutty. E-X-X-X-Blessed. Welcome back to the Hot and Potter Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kaylin. I'm Jake on. I'm eating because I'm a lazy fuck, so get ready for this week's ASMR sounds of the week. Ooh, Ooh we're going to have an ASMR portion of the podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Is, is Professor Sprout under your desk right now? Oh, yeah. Oh my god! Oh god, I don't know if I can do the podcast knowing that my head of house is down there. You're eating cheese! <laughs> you know what, I'm really... Uh, I thought I would really enjoy that Zencaster now has, you know, <laughs> video capabilities, but <laughs> I, I don't think I am anymore. Yeah, that was, was definitely, as they say in the business... A visual bit. <laughs> whatever the business is, whatever the fuck it is we're doing, yep, on this podcast. This is high quality entertainment, let's be honest. It is. It, it, you know, at least the recording is high quality this time. You know, fuck you, Craig. Oh, did, think... did Discord recording sound like ass last week? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah, fucking Craig. So, uh, how, how's, how, how are you? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. can't complain, you know, sorry, you know, sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. How about you, uh, cardboard cutout of Snape that talks to me sometimes? Mm. <laughs> Marvelous. Why? Why <laughs> yes, you how are. How are you, Caitlin? How are you? <laughs> yes, you are. I'm doing great. Speaking of great things, we mm. got another email from Morgan. <laughs> oh, <fantastic. laughs> Woo! Ooh, ooh. Um, I yeah. thought of something that can let us get more emails. <laughs> okay, more hold, people besides hold on, Morgan. Apparently, Jake got us something really important to say. Go ahead. Yep, yep, yep. So, this week, we're going to run a giveaway. Simple. Anybody wanna... wait for it. <laughs> Anybody that sends us an email automatically wins. What do they win, you ask? Yep, totally asked. An email reply. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a doofus. <laughs> that's it. How that's fucking it. brilliant is that? Oh my god, that's it. I'm demoting you to dingus tier. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're being demoted to dingus tier on our Patreon. Oh, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, well, all dingus talent thinks that's brilliant. Anyway, so Morgan. <laughs> Morgan sent us an email. Um, and she rates the, you know, Draco Harry, Dean Seamus uh, fanfic that we read mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the night by AKA Shika or Akashika about a 30, which would be in eggplant slash clam emoji. Nice. Which is exactly nice. what huh, we rated it. I have to say, but uh, huh. great, great minds do think alike. So, so oh, what, what was that? Must wow. be time for. No, no, this is the perfect time for the, um, <laughs> this is the Hot and Fired podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the jokes are dad quality and the points don't matter. No, 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 don't oh, fuck it the other up. Way around. The, the least other way around. we can do, Jake, on the least we can do is say our tagline correctly. Welcome to no, the podcast. No, we can't even podcast. do that right. That's the, that's the point. <laughs> Hold on. Welcome to the Hot and Potter podcast, where the jokes are dad quality at best, the points don't matter, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Wait, what was that? Oh, Probably. must be time Probably. for Shag. Fuck you. Sorry about those technical difficulties. That won't happen on episode approximately 20 of Shag Mary X Murder. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get it right at some point. Yeah. Maybe in the future. For once, our uh, singing will be. But not today. Nope. (laughs) Not today. But today on Shag Mary X Murder. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Are you? We welcome a uh, heterosexual correspondent, Jacon. Oh, is you. that me? Yeah. Yes. You're the. Oh, I said the <laughs> visual bit. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna need my inhaler if you keep making me wheeze. <laughs> is that your inhaler? <laughs> I mean, it's a form of an inhaler. Um, mm, mm-hmm. I keep referring to you as heterosexual correspondent, like in the descriptions of our episodes, and then just never referring to you as such. So I figured I should start doing that. Because I keep like, every time I go to write this description, I'm like, oh yeah, that thing that I say to myself is really funny. I'm going to write it down. And then I never say it on the podcast. So welcome, heterosexual correspondent, Jaycon. Hi. And then we have four contestants today, from which you can choose to shag Mary Hicks or murder. Mm, yes. They are as follows: Dean Thomas, Angelina Johnson, Luna Lovegood. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Fine. Ron Weasley. (laughs) I only have so many to choose from. Remember, this is um, part two of that, the fan fiction we did last week. So. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. I only have so many out of the smorgasbord to choose from. What do you mean? And I'm trying to give you a smorgasbord. All the main characters were in it. 
but we've done. I know, but Harry, Hermione, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginny, like I'm that's... marrying Hermione. We know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna that's either hex or kill solution. Harry. <sighs> anyway, yes, as the heterosexual correspondent for this podcast, mm, yes. makes sense. That's, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. yes, as your mm. your expert mm. opinion. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so uh, fine. We have Ron Weasley, Angelina Johnson. Right. Luna Lovegood, and the centaur that stopped and stared in awe. He was instantly oh. aroused. Smirking, he turned to race to the herd with news, and perhaps return with his mare. So for those of you yeah. guys wow. who don't remember what happened last week, hey, Jacon, yeah, you want to give him a recap? I'm not <laughs> in front of a centaur. A raging, horny centaur? No. I can already tell you that. Oh, by the way, this is all happening that day. So you are in this fan fiction. This all has to happen within the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to assume that because the centaur just saw all of this go down, this is happening like as everyone is horny. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I just assume that you fuck everyone, to be honest, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you going to marry, Hex and Murder? Okay. <laughs> it's just J-Con's eating. Okay. okay. Is this your impression of a Hufflepuff? Are you making fun of me? How many times have you eaten on the podcast? Oh, geez. I feel like we could make a whole compilation. Be at least five minutes of just Caitlin eating on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know what? The, the kitchens eating are right what? down the fucking hall. That's, that's very that's very true. I mean, you didn't specify. I said at least five minutes. Ooh. I like how my game show bit has just evolved. Angelina? Angelina Johnson. I you believe. Said Ron? Yeah. Ron, Angelina Johnson, Luna Lovegood, and that centaur that stopped and stared in awe. Okay. Oh, this is kind of tough to fit it into the story, at least. So I'm going to make it a sexy time <laughs> with Luna. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. We're we're visiting the the house elves and the kitchens. Oh know, no. As, as one does. Oh no! As that second wave of arousal, whatever magic hits. And then the yep. Oh, and then God. the arousal blast hits. Those house elves are just going to be fucking all over the place. I mean, the rest of the story writes itself, let's be honest. <laughs> you and Angelina Johnson, huh? No, I mean Luna. Oh, you said Luna? Wait, why'd you say Angelina Johnson at first then? I was just going through the characters again in my head. Mm. Yep. That's going to be like a 101 way. Uh-huh. You're right. The story does write itself. Okay, who are you marrying? So, <clears throat> yep. There's this. Uh, <laughs> we'll magical... save that for the Halloween special. It's a magical this year. <laughs> house elf orgy happening in the kitchens. Oh God! You know, after the eight hours that takes to get through. Oh yeah, it's just a continuous like house elf ball. It's pretty intense. Yep. Exactly. All those motions. Yep. 
And that's like per house elf, so. <laughs> but they're house elves, so it'd be like, like, <laughs> like straws. Exactly. So then um, Angelina walks in because she's like, you know, out in the hallways wandering around. And she's just like dripping wet at this point because of the, um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's she's searching for the nearest prick. Yep. Her, her or prick. Her, her glistening mound. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that fan fiction you're working on, Jake, I, you can print yeah. that out. Yep. Uh, and uh, burn it. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and burn it. <laughs> With fire. There's a house elf ball in the kitchen, and Angelina's <laughs> striding through the hallways <laughs> in the dungeons looking for her next prick. Essentially dripping on the cold stone floors. You can hear the. So, me and Luna are obviously like tied up in this orgy. We don't even hear Angelina come in, and Angelina's just mystified. <laughs> and I see her. She's, she strips down, she starts going to town on herself and it's just like what the f I notice her out of the corner of my eye she's the most beautiful being I've ever seen and I'm surrounded by a hundred beautiful house elves oh my god I walk up to her take her in my arms be with me forever <sighs> stealing my bit that's it that's it right there that's, does that's she that say puzzle. yes Fuck yeah, she says yes. She joins in. <laughs> You're making me wheeze. I'm gonna have to go get my inhaler. So She's that... all like, yes, now fuck me. Yep. Yeah, While pretty much. With Luna and the hundred house elves, yes. I mean, that's a different kind so of ring, but yeah, okay. After my proposal, we become the center of the elf ball. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's it. I gotta go get my inhaler. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay i'm back and we're back all right you guys are in the center of that elf ring yep that's the post-proposal coitus oh jeez lord okay yep <laughs> post-proposal coitus that was beautiful who are you hexing? And then Ron walks in. Oh, Jesus. With his weeping member exposed. As it should be. We see him standing there and he starts awkwardly just wanking it instead of joining in like a normal person. <laughs> and yet you get on us for our supposed circle jerks. What? Fucking arrogant Ravenclaws. You're like in the middle of an orgy and you're like, God, why doesn't Ron join in? But then you snub me yeah, and but see, buddies. See, here's the difference, though. There's a big difference between a spontaneous orgy and a planned circle jerk. Let's be honest. I, I don't... I mean, yes, there is a difference. I don't see how one is better than the other. But all right, how are you hexing whoever you're hexing? All right, so <laughs> Ron's masturbating in the doorway, and we're going to hex him. We're going <laughs> to... 
You know, he had to tickle a pear to get in there. You know that, right? You know that, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to hex him where, while he's exposed, like tie him up, like hog tie him, and hang him from the ceiling. <laughs> he's the chandelier and all this. Yeah. You guys are just going to be covered in his pre-cum. I just want you to know that. Extra lubrication. <laughs> oh, why do I start this shit? That's it. Stop being nasty. <laughs> so then, you're gonna you're gonna murder that centaur that stopped. And Hold then, on. And then after once we get that set up and we continue the elf ball, then the problem happens. You guys start rolling. No, I want to stay. We're staying in the kitchen. <laughs> Come on. The problem is what if you the guys... centaur has made it into the building no but, but what if you guys started rolling and then you crushed the centaur <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> we'll go with that what i was gonna say was more fucked up so i'll i'll stay away from that. We'll, we'll go no. I'm <laughs> no, no 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 i'm sure there's yeah. a percentage of our listening audience perhaps morgan who thinks this is funny so so go ahead no, I didn't like mine. Mine was no. Mine was borderline inappropriate even for this podcast, so I'm going to keep it myself. Yeah, save that for a... Uh... You know how fucked up my murder plots can be sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, it would be the pot calling the kettle black, because I, I did. If For those of you who just started listening at episode 14, <clears throat> as you should have... <laughs> I uh, I once left Phileas Flitwick in a hole to, to starve to death by accident, so uh, I can't really judge. Anyway, so I think no. I'm gonna... <laughs> about that, man, huh? I think I'm gonna have to shag Ron Weasley. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... As much as you'd hate to. I... Dang. That tall, lanky, red-headed, freckled... Scared of Sex the centaur God. dick, huh? What? Scared of the centaur dick, huh? <laughs> I I can't, man. I, kids, I don't matter. It don't matter how horny I am. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even imagine what that would look like. So if I haven't seen it, identified, analyzed, you know, with dimensions and all that shit, not gonna happen. So, uh, oh God. Chicot's holding up his arm. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. That just, that centaur that stopped and stared in awe is just gonna have to die. So I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, gonna shag you're, you're, you're talking, you're talking like adolescent forearm. That's what. Oh, oh yeah, I don't want any adolescents anywhere near me. So well, no, like it's a full grown centaur, but I'm saying the the member. I know it was a fucking joke. Member. I know, but you, it just, just sound, you made it sound like way worse than what I meant. Oh, I just I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> I just meant like you, teens, gross. Yeah. Not like. Okay. But like we're we're discussing bestiality. Don't. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> you're the one who said adolescent, though. I was just trying to describe the extremely large penis. You could have said, like, a birch tree, right? <laughs> like... That's not helpful. But birch trees are, like... 
No, they come in all sizes because the one in our backyard is like this. Oh. Whoa, wow. Yeah. Like pineapple sized? Right. Yeah. Centaur, he's not, he's not rocking a pineapple. He's rocking an adolescent arm, forearm. <laughs> now I'm just imagining this poor centaur that stopped and stared it off. With a, a, like a scrawny, a scrawny teenage boy's arm instead of a dick. Just, don't, don't do that with your hand. Come here. Come here. No, I would be running. You know what? Gotta, I have to kill that thing with fire. Okay, so Ron Weasley, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shag that, that man. Um, uh, you know what? We're gonna be. Where was he? In the kitchens. You know, he's tickling that pear, and I round the corner, and our eyes lock, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna wiggle out of my skirt, and present my bottom. Wow. And he's just going to be good. like, bloody hell. And I'm going to be like, oh my god, that's so hot. <laughs> then, you know, it's going to happen. And then I'm going to wow. walk in. Are you as disappointed are you as you're expecting to be? It doesn't matter, you know. I, I was just so aroused by that giant coitus magic that was just flowing through the air. That, uh, you know, it was a button that needed to be pressed, and he pressed it. So, <laughs> I'm going to then tickle that pear as we're finishing. Thanks. And then walk into the kitchen. I I'm just going to apparently stay naked. Um, That's you dangerous. Know. You're now witnessing a full-on elf ball. <laughs> I, I did not know that. To be fair. Technically, in this situation, I'm just... I'm not in the story anymore, but at this point, you've already had time to have sex. <laughs> the coolest <laughs> magic has reached the area. There is a full-on elf ball whenever you tickle that fucking bear. And Luna Lovegood is in the center of it. <laughs> so, I, I waltz in there, and I'm like, oh my god. That is the most radiant and beautiful woman I've ever seen. I mean, I already thought that I loved. So imagine Luna. if we were like. But now I know. Imagine if we were a big enough podcast to get like fan art and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Morgan, send us fan art. <laughs> <laughs> the elf ball in the kitchens. <laughs> With Luna in the center of it. I feel like I've seen this art before. Oh my god. Now wow. that you mention it, I feel like there is Luna Lovegood and House Elf fan art and like fanfic smut out there. Alright, this sure. is going to be a very dangerous Google search, but I'm going for it. <laughs> oh my god, okay. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna do then. Alright, so I'm gonna be like, oh my god, this is the most radiant and beautiful woman I've ever seen. I thought that I loved Luna Lovegood, but now, now I know it. It's true. So I'm going to make my way up the, to the top of that elf ball. Because, you know, she's at the top, at the peak. <laughs> I, I'm going to, you know, wank and <laughs> other verbs my, my way up that elf ball. And I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm trying not to make this nasty, but my mind does not want it to go any other way. 
I slip and slide my way up there. Oh, okay. It's well lubricated. There's a lot of butter in the kitchens. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's what the oil. kids are calling it these days. Yeah, the house elves are literally bathing themselves in olive oil and butter. Oh my god. I don't know how to feel about any of this. Anyway, but I'm at the peak now. I'm at um, Luna's. Don't, don't trust the cream when you put it in your tea. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. I'm going to have a really awkward breakfast tomorrow in the kitchen when I go to get my breakfast from the house elves. It's just going to be real weird. Anyway, so I'm going to get to the top of that elf ball. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to be at Luna's feet because there are house elves holding her up. And, you know, obviously, get it. I mean, I came to the kitchen for a reason. And then I'm going to be like, oh, Luna, I can't imagine myself anywhere except with my my face. But, but right, you have to marry me. And she says yes. And then everything fades to black. And I wake up and I'm lying on the ground. And Angelina Johnson is kissing my girlfriend. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. So I'm going to... The Google, Google search was unfruitful. Oh, man. I'll, I'll look on AO3 later. So, she's going to be kissing my girl. And, I mean, I'm sure she didn't know. And me and Luna have not discussed our parameters. But I am upset. And I've been a hex Angelina Johnson. How am I going to hex Angelina Johnson? How dare she? I'm going to hex her so that she grows a penis. I knew it. That's exactly <laughs> where my first thought went. It's going to be really awkward, but you know. The the sex change hex. That's a that's a thing. Yeah. And extremely helpful. It only lasts 4 hours, but it's a good one. Oh, the sex change hex. Okay, yeah. The sex change charm, however, mm. is long-lasting, but also reversible. So <laughs> I I'm going to, you know, for transgender witches and wizards. No, I, I understand where we're going with you. Yeah. <clears throat> How the fuck am I going to hex Angelina Johnson? I'm going to uh, Oh, yeah. I hexed her to grow a penis. <laughs> hey, look. Another here is another uh, segment of Caitlin just forgot what the fuck she just said. Ooh. That's a new one. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, 30 minutes in. I'm already uh, spiraling into incoherent sentences. You know, you were late, and so I I drank most of my wine. <laughs> oh, so now I'm the problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I am never the problem. It is always you. <laughs> uh, huh? All right, so Angelina Johnson grows uh, a prick and uses it. Whoops. And then I'm going to murder that so you're centaur. Also, so you're hexing Angelina, but also fucking Angelina. <laughs> I told you that this day would be insane. All right? There's giant fucking magic all in the air. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I mean, there's an elf ball covered in olive oil and butter at this point. So Yes, and they're so, so slippery. 
that they end up <laughs> slipping around in the kitchen. And, you know, I had to throw up Protego. But unfortunately, a centaur wandered into the kitchen and was crushed to death by just the the mess of uh, shagging house elves. That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, um, the Daily Prophet had a really hard time covering that one up. Yeah, mine was going to be a little bit worse. I'll go for it. You can leave it in if you want. <laughs> <laughs> mine was going to be the centaur comes in. Your super raging boner starts getting in on the action, but literally starts just destroying house elves. I can't let that continue, so I have to (laughs) euthanize the centaur. Oh, thank you so much for playing Shagmir next Mariner. Wow. That was Uh, a hell of a one, huh? Yeah. Wow. That was a... The second smorgasbord, uh, Shagmar. Thank God I had the brilliant idea to take it to the kitchens. (laughs) I mean, I I mentioned the house elves and you just had to go there. No, I started it. All right, you started it. I did. I said me and Luna are fucking in the kitchen. You started it. (laughs) I I agree. I I know. I said you're welcome. You know what? You... uh, Wow, contestant number Jikon, you win an entire night in the middle of that elf ball. Thank God. <laughs> All the, the creature will oil you up first, every crevice, and then what? you'll get to pee. Why is creature there? Don't know. <laughs> Creature's not there. No. <laughs> yeah, creature works at the Hogwarts kitchens. As of, I think it's like book six or something. He worked in the Hogwarts house kitchens for a while because he followed Draco in, I think it was book six. His his only duty in the elf ball is my personal lubrication. That's it. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to like give him orders so he has to follow. He's going to call you like a nasty half blood like scum as he walks away. Hey, maybe you're into humiliation. Yep, whole night in an elf ball. Congratulations. So we should probably recap last week's fanfiction, which, if you guys don't remember, is Primal by Sarcastro on AO3. Link Link will be in the the show notes, description, whatever it's called. On whatever podcast platform you're listening on, be sure to leave us a like, follow, subscribe, and... Leave us a review. I don't think you can do any of those things on most podcasts. (laughs) Nope. I'm pretty sure it's just like Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Facebook. You could leave us a review. You know, hey, hey, Morgan, leave us a review, would you? Our only fan. (laughs) Did you see the Facebook post? Oh, my God. I posted the meme that I made accosting our subscribers. Well, actually, like... (laughs) Oh, nice. Like, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's mainly the Facebook followers, right? Oh, yeah. It's just, the, it's the Facebook followers. Yeah. Because we have Those a thousand... fake assholes. I you, know, right? Facebook we... followers out there, they don't actually listen. You can't no. hear me right now because you never listen. <laughs> but eventually you'll be like, you know what? I'm actually going to listen to this podcast. Hopefully this is the first episode you listen to. And you're going to get a full fucking fledged accosting by Jacob. <laughs> Fuck you. 
and your couch. Yeah, so uh Oh, sorry. Was that it, is that it, did that come on a little bit heavy? So it's Facebook post number one to accost our followers to actually listen to the fucking podcast. Oh, except I, for no. except for you, Morgan, you're great. Hey you <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> she did mention how she didn't know how much she needed that you're aggressive, you're great, and you know, I wanna keep providing that. So okay. that's fine. Except except for you, Morgan, you're great. Hey, you fuckers, listen to the podcast you're following for some unknown reason. We recommend starting with episode 14 if you're new. And do not wish hey. to suffer the great smut drought of 2020, also known as the 2020 smut rut. Yep, that was that was a terrible time. Yeah, it was a tragedy, really. It was in the infancy of the podcast as well. It was, no, it was really too sad, bad. And it started sad, out sad. so good. And we had, like, pretty good jokes, too. Like, come on. Like the talent. I mean, that's that's what carried us. That's what carried us through. That's true. That's those hard true. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, so Primal by Sarcastro. This is a uh, part two. Oh, we're done accosting Morgan. I was. I had more, but I'm oh, gonna, oh, I'm you do. Like, come on. Like, I mean, save it for later. And we want to like sprinkle it about. Sure. You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh shit. I. I don't remember what. I hope I wrote down what you rated the last half of. Oh, yep, I see it. Okay, so. Recap of the last episode. Go ahead, Jacon. Oh, there's a lot of fucking happening. (laughs) And that fucking is due to the powerful sexual (laughs) blast of energy. That is coming from the primal sexual intercourse happening between the half-giant Hagrid and half-giant Madame Maxine. This primal coitus energy is so strong (laughs) that the Sinodars are telling the humans to run. In fear of accidentally fucking them senseless, destroying their bodies. Oh God! <laughs> destroying their anuses. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, we have two humans that were nearby and encountered the first blast of sexual energy. Those two humans being—I don't remember who were they. Uh, I think it was Ron and Hermione. So they walked in on it and they were like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, yes, correct. And Hermione was like, I'm so horny. And Ron was like, ah. Right. And I think they began to ran. And then I think Ginny and Harry um, experienced the uh, energy blast in the castle. Yes. And, and like, they were having like this weird, unrealistic, like, oh, let's save ourselves for a few months. <laughs> like bullshit. That, like, to get to know each other better. Yeah, they're that's not happening. They're about to fuck. <laughs> uh change of plans. Did I cover everything? Is that everybody? The centaur's going to get his mayor. Oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah, the centaur that stopped in awe smirking <laughs> trying to go find his mayor. To the fuck adoles- the adolescent <laughs> oh, arm God. between his legs is slowly extending. Oh no. 
no, 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 no. No. I can just see it flopping. That's terrifying. And then in the in the middle of all... This is galloping through the woods. Where's my mare? The hand's catching on the leaves. Oh my god. Yeah, I would be uh, in the middle of all that being like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my god, this is the apocalypse. Okay. But also, hey, look, there's Ron. <laughs> yep, so that's happening in the forest, obviously, and we're starting to get a glimpse of the reaction that's happening in the castle. That's true. We know that uh, Luna and Dean have consummated their relationship, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And Ginny is surprised and also wants to fuck Harry, but Harry, for some reason, isn't fucking her. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, Harry fucks somebody this time. Uh, do you do you remember where we left off? I just explained exactly what happened. So. <laughs> So, Ginny and Luna have just talked about how, you know, um, Luna loves Dean. They're in love with each other. And how they have shagged the the day of the war. So, now Ginny is thinking about how much she wants to shag Harry. And the scene begins. This has been, without a doubt, the second weirdest day of my entire life, said Harry, as he plopped down on a couch in the Gryffindor common room. Ginny sat next to him and snuggled under his arm. That's saying something, love, but I have to agree, she said, kissing him. Get a room, said Ron from the other side of the couch. Hello, cauldron, kettle here, she said, pointing to Hermione, who was draped over Ron, sitting in his lap with her head nestled on his shoulder. Hermione chuckled. She's got you there and she kissed the underside of Ron's neck, causing his eyes to flutter closed, and a small moan to drift out of his mouth. Harry laughed. Shut up, you. Bet our day's been weirder than yours, said Ron, smiling and winking at Hermione. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Ron and Hermione saw uh, Hagrid and Madame Maxine getting it on. And, you know, a centaur with a boner, so that had to be weird, too. Oh, you're on me. We got this one, said Harry, sharing a grin with Ginny. Okay, you go first, said Ron, with a secure grin. All right, then, top this. Every time we turned around today, we came across Bill and Fleur shagging. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) I mean, not out of character, but, uh, why are you complaining? (laughs) Yeah, did you take notes, Harry? I hope so. (laughs) You know he didn't. You're kidding, right? Oh, you yeah, know for a fact that... Point in life. No, yeah. Harry James Potter did not fucking take notes. He's all like, uh, uh, notes? Uh, I didn't know I had to, uh... I don't know, this might be, like, his most, uh, favorite subject, you know? <laughs> After Defense Against the Dark Arts. <laughs> do, <laughs> do tell. He's less interested in Defense Against the Dark Arts now. He's now exploring his manhood. <laughs> now that I'm not con, my life isn't constantly in danger. I-, I can think about other things like fucking Ginny. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now that no one's trying to murder me on a daily basis. 
My dreams right, are no longer being invaded by the dark lord of the past 20 years. Oh my god, yeah. Can you imagine, like, just wanking in the shower or something? And then <laughs> all of a sudden... Oh, all of a sudden you get a vision. And, like, and then all of a sudden he's all like, Hello, Harry. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> You'd never get a boner again. Oh my god. You know, 25% of wizards suffer from wizard ED. Wizard yeah. ED. It affects at least 25% of wizards. Do tell, said Hermione, smiling confidently. Go on. Okay. A little shadow of doubt crossed his face. The first time was just after breakfast. Jin and I came back here to get my cloak. Hermione noticed. Ginny blush a little. And as we were heading up the stairs, I heard a commotion from the floor above us, so we went on up. Ginny laughed. And there was Fleurwether back to us, riding Bill at a full gallop. She said, she said, Oh, mon dieu, Jeannie, Harry, is it you? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. But I will not stop. Hey, I'm sorry. If you say shit like that, I got to bring out my vehicle noises. My animal noises. My mode of transportation noises. There you go. Okay. A little shadow of doubt crossed his face. The first time was just after breakfast. Okay, hold on. I already read this. Yeah, you did. You did. Ginny laughed. Yep. And there was Fleur. I know, but I feel like this is important. And there was Fleur with her back riding. (laughs) My mouth already wants to say riding. (laughs) That's Bill, right? And there yes. was Fleur with her back to us, riding Bill at a full gallop, she said, and then clapped her hand over her mouth while she shook with giggles. He's still trying to win a spot on the cup, said Ron in awe. What cup? said Hermione, and she looked to Harry, who smirked and shook his head. There's, oh, I really shouldn't be telling you girls this. You have to give your word you won't say a thing, okay? said Ron. Ginny and Hermione looked to each other. All right, we won't tell anyone, said Hermione. Okay, so there's a cup up in the rafters in the attic of the boys' dorm. It's charmed to stay there. No one's ever got it down, but we've all seen it. It's got seven names on it. Six of them are just old names from the alumni book starting about 800 years ago, but one you might recognize, he said, smiling. And that name is, said Ginny, Sirius Black said Harry proudly. How'd Sirius get his name on the cup? Hermione asked. The boys laughed for a time. For a long time. <laughs> the boys laughed for a long time until Ron composed himself enough to answer. Same way the others did. Make it with a girl in every bed in the dorm. Holy shit. Oh my. Hermione and Ginny stared at them wide-eyed. 75, just like our side. Ginny asked in awe. Yep, said Harry. Considering that we we saw the rest of the day, Bill's got a sporting chance, eh? No kidding, Ginny said to him, and then turned back to Ron and Hermione. Harry and I were arranging a little couple's time just before lunch. I thought no one uses the top room of the astronomy tower in the middle of the day, so it might be nice and private. Good thinking, said Hermione, giving Ginny an appreciative smile. 
Thanks. Apparently, I wasn't the only one with that thought, though. Because when we got there, Bill was shagging Fleur on the chart table. Oh my god. <laughs> Wish I knew French, because what she was saying sounded sexy, said Harry. Mon dieu, mon dieu, sacré bleu. <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. Okay, um. Tu es un homme refoulé et dépravé, said Hermione in a sultry voice. Yeah, like that. It's so hot. What did you say? Never mind. Just go on with your story. She said, grinning and shaking her head. You have right. to translate. <laughs> You're a, a man who is uh, uh, repressed and depraved. Oh, nice. You're one horny motherfucker. There you go. I translated it into American. Uh, got it. You're a horny fucker. You're one hard-ass motherfucker. Or, you know, ham. I'm about to go ham. That's the hardest oh. motherfucker you already know who I am. Oh my god. Yeah, like that. It's so hot. <sighs> what did you say? Never mind. Just go on with your story, she said, grinning and shaking her head. Right. Well, after lunch, we were taking a nice little walk down by the lake, Ginny continued for them. We were under the cloak avoiding Harry's fan club, and we found a nice little spot in the crook of one of the big beech tree roots. Harry transfigured some napkins <laughs> and a sock. Harry transfigured some napkins from lunch into some very nice cushions, and we were settling in for some serious snogging. Oh, shut up, Ron. And along came Bill and Fleur. Harry started silently laughing. Ginny laughed a little, too. We were under the cloak. And thought they, they'd just have a picnic and move on, considering what we'd seen earlier in the day. But no. Before we could find a moment to tactfully reveal ourselves, or quietly leave, their clothes were coming off, and we were trapped. They were about 20 feet away, and we saw everything. Again. She made a disgusted sort of noise. Ugh. Because, I mean, we gotta remember that <laughs> Bill is her brother. Yep, so, like, yep. as much as Harry might be enjoying this, Ginny is not. Nope. nope. Not at all. We did learn a, a good bit about oral sex, though. <laughs> oh, God! Ginny said blushing. <laughs> oh, God. Yep, she, she learned how her, her brother does oral. All right. We did learn a good bit about oral sex, though, Ginny said blushing. Definitely will come in handy sometime. You were paying attention now, weren't you, Harry? She chided him. No, he wasn't. Not at all. You're going to have to tell him again. Bill apparently knows his way around because Fleur was doing her lusty French thing. What's that? Ron asked in a choked voice. Harry gave Ron a look that said many more details would be forthcoming later. Well, Bill's, uh, not small. And they were doing 69 and, er... She was taking him all the way into her mouth, and then she'd bob up and down a bit, and then she'd back off and say a bunch of French stuff. I don't know much, but there was something about how she loved the way he kissed her and how he filled her in every way. Ginny made the disgusted noise again. Ugh. But Hermione saw that she was flushed and squirming just a bit. She was more than a bit tingly herself, and she was sure that Ron's mind had occupied was occupied <laughs> I know what my mind's occupied with. Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. Masturbation break. <laughs> oh, it's sorry. Just, Bill and Floor is fucking everywhere. Everywhere. 
everywhere. Makes sense. Yep. Ginny made the disgruntled noise again. Ugh. But Hermione saw that she was flushed and squirming just a bit. She was more than a bit tingly herself, and she was sure that Ron's mind was occupied with the particularly erotic scene, as he was firming against her thigh. <laughs> what happened next? She asked to break the moment of silence they had descended into. They both came, and then took their sweet time getting dressed and heading back. Finished Harry. So that's it then, said Ron. But I imagine that Ron said it like this. So that's it then. I wish, Jenny answered. Not an hour ago, we were walking back here and heard a commotion on the second floor in Myrtle's bathroom. Wait, there's a second floor on Myrtle's bathroom? No, on the second floor. Oh, in oh, I'm Myrtle's sorry. Bathroom. Oh, oh, God. Oh, all right. Not an hour ago, we were walking back here and heard a commotion on the second floor in Myrtle's bathroom. Harry said he'd not told Myrtle how much help she's been over the years, and especially during the battle, so we went inside. It's a good thing I'm quick with a wand, Harry said chuckling. I had Muffliato done before Ginny could give us away. He laughed in earnest. She was so mad! He turned to Ginny. You know you shattered- <laughs> You know you shattered- You've gotta be fucking kidding me! Said Harry in a fit of laughter. I'll take it Bill and Fleur were in there, Hermione asked. Yep, and Myrtle was egging them on. <laughs> of course she was, said Harry when he, he stopped shaking. What are they, rabbits? Asked Ron. Nah, just Weasleys, Ginny laughed. That's fucking great. Oh, Sarcastro, wow, wow, just, ah. Nah, just Weasleys, Ginny laughed. They didn't even manage to get their clothes off this time. Bill was giving it to her standing up. She had a foot up on one of the sinks, and he was behind her with his trousers around his ankles. And Myrtle, who knew she knew so much about people sex? Ron and Hermione looked to her, bemused. She was giving them pointers and cheering and clapping. I've never, never seen her so happy. It was <laughs> nice. <laughs> she was giving them pointers and cheering and clapping. I've never seen her so happy. It was nice. Harry reclined fully into the couch. So there you are. Wow, that's some day. Care to hear ours? Ron asked, smiling. Hermione giggled and shook in Ron's lap. We were down by the forest having a little couple's time of our own before lunch, said Hermione. Mmm, couple's time. Ginny purred and snuggled into Harry. Oh yes, it was very nice. And then this wave of sex magic just pushed through us. It's a good thing Ron's as strong-willed as he is, because I was hopeless. I'm impressed, brother of mine. Yeah, we kept the pack. But she didn't make it easy, he said, and gave Hermione a tickle. You survived. If you ever look at me that way again, we're doomed, just letting you know. Noted. So where were we? Oh, yes. We managed to shake off enough of the effects to go looking in the forest for the source. I thought it might have been a curse or something left over from the battle. Anyway, <laughs> you know, just that Death Eater orgy magic. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we got hit again and followed it into the forest. Once we got inside, we followed some interesting noises and found where it was coming from. And that was? Harry asked. 
Ron was about to burst, trying to keep his composure, so he nodded to Hermione to continue. Hagrid and Madame Maxine, she said, and giggled as the, at the shocked looks on Harry and Ginny's faces. They were, asked Ginny, unable to complete the thought. Oh, most definitely. Energetically, too. They were shaking the trees, but something else was happening. It appeared that every time Maxime, uh, well, came, Hermione, every time she came, one of those waves of magic would blast out from them. It was amazing, said Ron. And really beautiful. The forest was spinning to life all around them. There was this primal force emanating from them, building around them. It was incredible. Flowers were blooming and getting caught up in the swirling magic, and she was being dusted with the petals. They have a really special magic together. I'm happy for them. That's wonderful. Lovely, Hermione. Can you scourgeify my brain for me now? Said Harry, shaking his head. That's pretty impressive. Call it a draw, then? What? We're not even close to done yet said Ron. Yes, after the centaurs told us to leave, and a good thing they did, too, we were coming back to the castle when the last wave almost knocked us over. Did you guys feel it right before lunch? Hermione asked. Well, we did have a moment on our way up to the tower where we were sort of stopped and spontaneously snogged for five minutes, said Ginny. That was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, well, that would have been when they, uh, what was it the centaur said? Oh, yeah. Achieved completion, said Ron, laughing. Yes, well, it was lucky we knew what was going on, because we were able to throw it off. And you two were lucky we were in the castle. It appears that dampened it down a lot. There were a bunch of folks outside who didn't know what hit them. We passed, what, three or four tents out on the lawn that sounded like there were people in them? <sighs> Hold on. I'm not doing this justice. Just give me a second. <sighs> <laughs> I count that as a cooldown. We're just going to... Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yes, well, it was lucky we knew what was going on because we were able to throw it off. And you two were lucky you were in the castle. It appears that dampened it down a lot. There were a bunch of folks outside who didn't know what hit them. We passed, what, three or four tents out on the lawn that sounded like there were people in them... Fucking. The word is fucking, Hermione. That one tent sounded like there was a whole crowd inside. The house elves! <laughs> 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 but that was <laughs> how self-conspiracy confirmed you know we gotta have at least one of those in every episode that one tent sounded like there was a whole crowd inside but that was nothing compared to what we saw in the greenhouse oh wow oh boy oh my yep. god Luna was yep. headed to the greenhouse to grab Dean and Neville for lunch she's gonna grab yeah she's, she's gonna yep. grab Dean and Neville for lunch for sure said Ginny Ron and Hermione burst into laughter. It took them several moments to regain their composure. Well, she succeeded, I'd say. Said Ron. Oh, wow. You're joking, said Harry. Nope, Luna was riding Dean like a hippogriff when we got there, and Mandy Brocklehurst was giving Neville a blowjob. Ron replied. It's, it was nice to see Mandy having fun. <laughs> She's so obsessed with her weight. And I know she's had a thing for Nev for ages. She was... <laughs> what? I know nothing about this girl. Once again, for those of you who do not remember, Mandy Brocklehurst is a background Ravenclaw character who is literally just mentioned by name, I think, once when she's being sorted into Ravenclaw. 
<laughs> that's it. So uh, let We're me try. And... Yeah, apparently she's worried about her weight. Poor Mandy. It was nice to see Mandy having fun. She's so obsessed with her weight, and I know she's had a thing for Nev for ages. He was being so good with her. I think it was her first time. Hermione finished in almost a whisper. After a while, Neville got Mandy out of her clothes and put her up Neville, on one of the tables. Sex god. Neville Schlongbottom. Sex god. And this is his oh. story. Dun dun. Wow. What the fuck? I just read I know, his accent. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> okay, alright, don't read ahead, dude. That's like the one rule. We're all supposed uh, to. I couldn't help it. You were singing and making dumb noises. <laughs> Shut up. Fuck you. I'm hilarious. We're all supposed to read this together, and by all of us, I mean me, you, and Morgan! <laughs> all right, so. After a while, Neville got Mandy out of her clothes and put her up on one of the tables. Then Luna and Dee noticed they were there. I don't think either couple was aware of the other before them, so they came over to Mandy and Neville, and it looked like Dean and Luna helped them through the, uh, well, the whole deflowering thing. Oh my god, what? Okay. Yeah, when Luna grabbed Neville by the cock, I thought the poor boy was done right then. Oh my god. Of course! Ron said laughing. She guided Nev in and tucked Mandy through it while Dean tweaked and sucked her nipple. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> she guided Neville in and talked Mandy through it while Dean tweaked and sucked her tits. They're really nice. All right. Well, hey, look at that. We know things about Mandy Brocklehurst. Ravenclaw. Yep. Yep. Uh, she likes to have fun. Um, uh, she likes Neville Longbottom. Uh, yep. She apparently has issues with her weight. And the her first she has time really... she had sex was amazing. So go her. Yeah, and it was with Neville Schlongbottom. Of course, it's going to be great. And um, she's we'll got really nice tits. Sense. Yeah. So uh, they're really nice, Her her tits. He got lost in the memory for a moment until Hermione punched him back to reality. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Mandy came really hard and she cried a little. Happy cry, you know? Harry and Ginny <laughs> nodded. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, sure. Totally understand. So they all went back at it again. There was this one point when they were side by side. Dean put Luna down on her back on a table and then Neville did the same with Mandy right next to him. It looked like they had a race to see who could make the girl come first. Then the girls gave Dean a blowjab. That BBM. While Neville fucked one, then the other. Oh my god, it was brilliant, said Ron with a broad grin. They were still hot at it when we left. How long did you guys watch? Ginny asked. It was very interesting. We needed to study the phenomenon, said Hermione. And no matter of fact... Said Hermione. In her matter of fact. This was all academic research anyway, voice. Ginny didn't buy it for a second. Yeah, and who knew Luna looked so spectacular naked? I did. Ron said admiringly. Ginny and Hermione shared a... Ginny and Hermione shared a grin of superior knowledge. So, how long did you study? Ginny asked her with a knowing nod. About 10 minutes, maybe 20. Oh, wow. They were just like, whoa, 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 for like... About 10 minutes, maybe 20. She looked at Ron. Maybe a bit more, she said, smiling at Ginny. So we thought we should 
probably talk to Hagrid. On on the way to his house, we came across Angelina, Cho, and George on the Quidditch pitch. <laughs> I like it so much. All right. Ginny was drop-jawed, and Harry sputtered. The three of them? Together? They were in the Slytherin stands, said Hermione. She looked to Ron, and he gestured to her that this was hers to tell. <laughs> she smirked to herself. She'd gotten much more comfortable with her sexuality today, and if Ron wanted to see just how far she'd go, then so be it. Ooh, Hermione's getting off on telling this. Oh, gosh. Cho was sliding around on George's face while Angelina straddled him. Cho has wonderful breasts, Harry. Did you know that? Oh, um, wow. Oh, wow. 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 Master of Ancient Rainbow. That's That's it. Yeah, that's it. Check her out. Look at, look at her. That's my waifu. That's my waifu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. Sarcastro. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So, um, Cho was sliding around on George's face while Angelina straddled him. Do you mind? What? I can hear your vape sounds. Oh, well, you're just rereading the same paragraph anyway, so. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Cho was sliding around on George's face while Angelina straddled him. Cho has wonderful breasts, Harry. Did you know that? Harry glared at her and then looked at Ginny, who promptly kicked Hermione's foot. Hermione laughed. Both Cho and Angelina came, then changed positions, and George took Cho from behind while she kneeled over Angelina, licking her. George is apparently very good, by the way. Both girls seemed well pleased. Cho came again, and they switched. Cho and Angelina did 69. <laughs> this is Hermione. Just... Cho and Angelina did 69. While George drove into Angelina from behind. Okay, sorry. I just had to picture how that works. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, I just had to stop for a moment and just picture how that is, is happening. And I agree. Wow. Uh, this is off the charts, by the way. Yeah, I don't think we have a... Uh, this is obviously going to be over 50. I mean, I I uh, stopped it. I don't, I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I think J-Con's becoming incoherent. For the first I mean, time I'm, ever. On the Hot and Potter Podcast. Episode 23, by the way. I don't think we said that. Hey, welcome to episode 23. I'm in a constant state of masturbation break at this point. <laughs> I feel like we should give them some sort of award or like medal of masturbation or some sort. <laughs> you know, just just let let that ferment while I read the rest of this to you. We'll, oh, we'll workshop the medal of masturbation. You know, the M and M. With both George's cock and Cho's tongue, it didn't take long. And Angelina was screaming and shouting. She uh -huh. really has exuberant orgasms, and she was saying yep. all these filthy things to Cho and George. She turned to Ron and brushed his fringe with the tip of her fingers. You liked that, didn't you? Oh yeah, you can make a note on that for later, too. Already done, she said, giving him that same smoky look she had given him out on the lawn. Anyway, then the girls pushed George down on his back and did a team blowjob until he came all over their faces. Oh god. 
Ginny and Harry stared at them for almost a full minute before Harry finally said, You win. <laughs> Hermione sat giggling in Ron's lap. She felt so bad for him. The poor boy was hard again. He'd walked around most of the day with a steel rod in his pants, and she could feel it plainly against her hip. They were all lost in thought. Ginny was absentmindedly stroking Harry through his trousers. Oh, wow. I'm just gonna... Okay. Broadcast that boner, Harry. Mm -hmm. They were all lost in thought. Ginny was absentmindedly stroking Harry through his trousers, and Ron's hand was tracing circles on the inside of her thigh. Maybe they would have to find time for a little safe release once more today. Just this one thing, he said. Just this, and no more, okay? Um, hmm, ooh, was all she was able to say. They were standing outside the greenhouse, and Dean, Luna, Neville, and Mandy were a blur of cocks, pussies, and mouths on the other side of the class. Ron was behind her. He had one hand up her skirt and down her knickers, and the other on her breast. He panted heavily in her ear, and she could feel his cock wedged between the cheeks of her arse. His fingers on her folds, his breath on her neck setting fire to her his hands tweaking one then the other nipple. It sent the ache she had been feeling for the past hour and a half to a crescendo, and she watched Luna come completely undone from Dean's cock slamming into her. Hermione came. She shuddered and screamed and clutched at Ron and felt him come. Yes, well, said Hermione, startling them all out of their reverie. We didn't tell you the best part. There's more, said Ginny wide-eyed. That's all the sex, but we did catch up with Hagrid and Maxime. And while we were having tea and trying to figure out how to delicately tell them what happened, we started talking about all the trouble I was having trying to get out to Australia. After hearing about all the problems with port keys and muggle planes, Maxime insisted that she and Hagrid take us in the carriage. Ron's been planning to come with me all along, but we talked, and as we'll have the extra room in the carriage, we were wondering if you two would like to come along. I'll get all our makeup work from McGonagall, so we won't fall behind while we're gone. Ron rolled his eyes behind her. Don't let that put you off, though. Of course we'll come, said Ginny. Then she leaned into Harry. Hmm. Swimsuit shopping in Australia, she said just loud enough for the rest to hear. Harry and Ron looked at the girls in their arms and then at each other and smiled. They could think of worse things. Feeny. Ugh. It was beautiful. <laughs> wow. That was fucking fantastic. Wow. Jay Khan is speechless. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm still coming. <laughs> God. Amanda's going to open the door and it's just going to like slosh out of the room. She's going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck, Jay Khan? No, no. It'd be more like, Jay Khan, what the fuck? How's my Amanda impression? Am I am I doing good? Hey Morgan, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah, they've all technically heard Amanda now. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, calculating wow. here. Uh, oh, just this half of the fan fiction, not even taking into account last week's episode. I'm at a 51. I, I was at a 48. <laughs> oh wow, wow. So uh, let's see, 48. Because you had a 22 last time. I wrote it down so that I would remember. Um, nice. So that's a solid 70. 
Good lord. Good lord. This is this is beyond spank bank material. This is like pull this up every time. No, this is Whew. this is WAP slash ham approved. So it's wet ass pussy and hard ass motherfucker approved. Oh it's got all the approval ratings that you need. Yeah, it's it's hard as a motherfucker. Not hard ass motherfucker. <laughs> I'm about to go ham. That's hard as a motherfucker. All right. Well, what do you guys rate this fic? Because if it's not off our off charts. Off the fucking charts. If it's not off the fucking charts, you're wrong. So, hey, Morgan, what did you rate this fic? If you guys email us with your rating or your Shag Mary Hex murder. Hey, enter the free giveaway uh, yeah. by sending us an email. Oh, my God. If you're you guys send us an email. You're guaranteed to win. Guaranteed to win. Everybody's a winner. So that's, lame. You're so fucking lame. That's hot and buttered podcast at gmail.com. You're so lame. Follow <laughs> us on Facebook. Leave us a comment. Like, follow on your uh, uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And please leave us a review. Oh, yes. And also to all the Facebook followers who won't hear this, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck all you Facebook follow you fake Facebook fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So take you. that. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, except Morgan, you're great. Fuck. Oh yeah. Morgan, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, hi Morgan. <laughs> we we're a if Morgan. If we had fan. more fans like you, Morgan. Yeah, the world would be a better place. We would be happier. <laughs> we would <laughs> We would finally know what the fuck we're doing. That's not true. But Don't until now. Like Morgan until doesn't then. deserve our lies. <laughs> but until then, Morgan. Uh, we've been Hot and Potter Podcast, where the jokes are dead quality at best. The points don't matter, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. How does a motherfucker? How does a motherfucker? <laughs> I don't know. How do you? Yeah, I'm, we're about to go ham. We're about to go ham. I'll, I'll find a clip of that, and I'll shove it in here somewhere. Oh. That's a great episode title. Hard as a motherfucker. Hey, look at that. Sometimes, you know, they just create themselves. That's the beauty of the magical world of whatever the fuck this is. Uh, yep. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. I'm disagreeing. <laughs>